watch. It's 20 past seven. There is an online sound map being launched today, which will allow you to hear sounds recorded in the Arctic and the Antarctic, the landscape and the living creatures. (laughs) In case you were wondering, that's a minky whale. Well, this is a Ross seal. Stuart Fawkes is the sound recordist behind the project. He is here. The whole thing is part of something called Cities in Memory, which is a website which has sounds recorded by people from around the world. Morning, Stuart. Good morning. I don't know what I thought a Ross seal was going to sound like, but, but it definitely wasn't that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, um, one of the really, I mean, this collection of sounds is part of a project we've done called Polar Sounds, which is with the Alfred Wegener Institute and the Helmholtz Institute. So it's two t- scientific institutes in Germany, and they've left microphones in the Arctic and Antarctic research stations over a period of months and come back with all of these just extraordinary sounds um, they've collected over that time. So as you can hear, like those sounds are inherently actually really musical and just really, you know, fascinating collection of sounds just to listen to, to imagine what these underwater communications sound like. Um, it's just yeah, some extraordinary some stuff. Of them- microphones been left underwater then? Yes, so these are hydrophones, which are microphones optimised for making underwater recordings and they've been left there for a period of, you know, weeks, sometimes months at a time and then they'll obviously they'll collect the results back and then process them and identify what the sounds, um, you know, that were being made at the time were. What are you hoping people to learn from it? Just a sense of what it's like to be there or to actually think about the way that this landscape is changing? So I think um, like sound has become increasingly important in polar research because um, with the depths of the ocean and the extent of the ice cover, visual cues are not really often enough. So acoustic information is really, really important for establishing things like um, breeding patterns, migration, the impact of human-made noise, and obviously climate change is an enormous issue around this thing. You know, so you know, polar ice has been melting for my entire lifetime, and there's some research that says that Arctic summer sea ice will have disappeared completely by 2035. So this acoustic information is really important for identifying that, and by presenting it in this context, we're hoping that it will move it beyond you know, the scientific community and, and allow more people to access this information, this data, listen to these sounds and think about the issues behind it. On the sound of the ice, the, the, we have one of those as well. Let's have a listen to this. Is that just the sound of the ice? Because to me, it sounds like there's a siren going on. It sounds like um, sounds like an animal to me. Yeah, it sounds like some kind of call. But that is the sound of yeah, sea ice rubbing two plates of sea ice rubbing against one each other, um, one another, and, and making so the singing. Not sound. even the wind. Not it's, even the wind. It's just the movement of the ice. Because all the sounds are recorded underwater, so there's there's no wind, or it's all on hydrophones. So yeah, it's um, it's completely the sound of the ice. Is this even the kind of thing then that can pick up where there are particular danger points, where where the ice is melting in a significant way? Yeah, the coverage of the ice and therefore the impact on things like migration patterns and breeding patterns for the animals is one thing and then also there are some sounds in there around human activity like seismic shooting which is where ships fire sound waves downwards to try and find oil and gas deposits and that is an enormously loud sound which they've recorded underwater and they can gauge some of the impact that's having on uh, the animals as well. Well, it's all fascinating and there's much more. I think there's a whole collection of these sounds. How can people hear them for themselves? Yeah, so if people visit citiesandmemory.com, they can find not just the Polar Sounds project, but also this map that covers 110 countries with all kinds of sounds. And which are recorded by ordinary people in there. Okay, I I could see someone that has recorded Ukraine and, you know, places in... Um, Central Asia and all kinds of ordinary sounds. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, anyone uh, anyone can take part. Fascinating. Congratulations on what you're doing, Stuart. Thanks very much. Thank you very much.